When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Like, make sure you invest your own energy into yourself. Like, don't put yourself in what you know is toxic, trying to force a dead relationship when it's only going to cause more harm to you physically and emotionally, really. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Coffee Breakup, starring Marvin Jones and Christian Vieira. So, um, before we begin, as always, like this video down below, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and ring that notification bell, comment down below with any ideas, topics, feedback. Feedback, anything helps. Anything you like. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. I, TikTok, yeah. And we've got a website, thecoffeebreakup.com. Check it out. When in doubt, coffeebreakup.com, and you'll find us on anything. Everything, everything. You can also buy some stuff, buy a mug, buy a shirt. Eventually, we'll come out with more stuff. I've <laughs> been saying that for over a year. <laughs> Eventually. <clears throat> but yeah. So, um, also, if you're on the go, listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. Why am I forgetting this? We really want you to be on YouTube and subscribe. Yeah. So, that's a big point. So, if you can be there, that'd be great. It's important for us. So, um, we are wearing our Checker Emo shirts. Um, probably the one of our favorite shirts. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive. Brand. Marvin's, make sure the mic's not covering you. You see you? There it is. Nice and clean. So, yeah, um, we wanted to kind of talk about um, a couple of things, and there's a meaning behind this shirt. So, but primarily, pretty much, um, a lot of people have asked us, well, why did you start the, the podcast, all that stuff? And I think it's important to really kind of go back to our roots of how this all started prior to even talking about it, you yeah. know, more so of what we've been through, our exes and our relationships and our experiences and I don't, I don't really think that we've really gone into detail from like i guess our most relevant relationships to talk about what we've been through yeah the most the ones that impact you the most and i think most of us have been in those relationships where they kind of change who you are and and uh, really pivot you know the, the how you take on relationships moving forward so you know i've, I've been blessed to have uh, have been with some tremendous women and, and past relationships and, and no matter what happened uh, even though it didn't always end best but i am grateful for the experiences and i wouldn't be who i am if it wasn't for those experiences right you know you know you you really whatever you go through you uh you you grow as well and it makes you who you are yeah and i remember you know i've been obviously in more than, in, in two relationships really serious relationships and i've learned you know both of them i've learned in hindsight you would always go back and be like man i wish i would have done this i wish i would have done that but you have to go through it in order to kind of learn and, and take away anything and everything you can get from that. And, you know, I always think, man, man I w- if we, imagine if we would have started this podcast years ago or before. But I'm like, I, w- I, I wouldn't have been able to give the advice that I am or you know, I'm able to give now. And I, I feel like I think you would agree that 
three, four years ago, you know, we were doing nonsense and shenanigans and, and we weren't really the, the man that we are today. So uh, it all comes with a price. Yeah, I think that, <clears throat> you know, we always ask for people to come on, share their experiences and their thoughts behind it. But then what about us? You know, there's, I don't know if we've ever really, like, yeah, bits and pieces, but you know, whenever we have a, a guest on, they'll talk specifically about their situation. So I think it's important for us to also share our side from, again, now us having this platform, people, they're always giving us, you know, asking us for advice or giving us their situations or telling us how they handled it, which allows us to continue learning as well. Mm -hmm. Aside from our personal experiences directly that we've had with relationships, which I think continues to allow us to help more people. Of course. With that feedback. But starting with us, I think it's important for us to share as well what we've gone through. And then maybe it'll help some of you guys, too. Absolutely. Um, and so I think we're both going to talk about, I think, our most... Profound. You're going to be two relations. I think mine are also going to be two. And then maybe we'll dabble into maybe if there was the one that got away or maybe there's one that um, you've always thought of something but never happened or maybe now how your current relationship is now for yeah. you to, you know, from what you've learned from the past. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously my first my first relationship, true relationship wasn't until I was a little bit older. I was like 21. And that's actually when I lost I lost my virginity super late. I was like 21. You you came. I came when I was sixteen. I was I was born and raised in Germany because you're also yeah. I guess that's kind of because I lost my virginity at sixteen. Yeah, and I I just came from like off the plane while you were. You know. And how was it over in Germany? Like it was uh was were relationships. Um, it wasn't like it is here. Like it wasn't and here a lot of times things in Miami everything is kind of sexualized. I think. Yeah, that's why I asked. It's not like that, or it wasn't like that when I grew up in Germany. It was. Even in my class, nobody really was was dating like that or in relationships or hooking up. It was nothing like that. And I came to Miami and, you know, we went to the same high school together. And I, I was like, bro, like I went to a high school in Germany with like, I don't know, 300 people. And here in Miami Springs where we went to high school, 3,000 people. So it's so many different experiences, so many different melting pots. And it was a different culture. So it took me a little bit to, to adapt. So I didn't really have my first relationship until I was 21, 20, 21, 22. And, you know, it was a very impactful relationship. It was it's the first, you know, first love. And I was like, I think a year and a half, two years, I think. And great woman, uh, tremendous woman. And uh, that was a person I like lost my virginity to. And uh, it, at the end, you know, I, I broke off things because I remember it was around like March for my birthday, Ultra. I was like 21 years old, you know, when you wanted to party. And I, like, I was like, you know, listen, like I want, I want to, I think we should end things because at the time I wanted to pursue other options. I was... First time, for only woman I've been with. And, you know, back then, I was like, well, I want to party, I want to go out yeah. with another woman. So I ended things. And it was really unfortunate because she took it really, really, really bad. But um, I, I, I'm i proud that I was honest about it. And so, you know, whatever. It was a great relationship, but it ended. And then it was one of the things where you learn and then you and you move on. And, and that's kind of what happened. And then after a while, you know, I, I dated around and this and this and I just kind of lived my my twenties, my young twenties, you know, and so that's kind of what that was my first relationship. Yeah, but were there any uh, direct hardships? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think in that relationship you also like you learned a lot about yourself. I know that there was a little wrongdoings also in that relationship, bro. Yeah, I uh, you talking about the first relationship, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Then I'll go to mine and then. Okay, right? yeah, the first relationship, absolutely. I mean, it was a while ago. Um, but things were rocky. Like at first, you know, I, I started a new job and then uh, I kind of found out she was like back with her ex. And I don't know if that was cheating because why you guys were still talking or you guys had taken time off. It, it, it was like at that gray area where it wasn't officially that we took time off, but it was heading that direction where it was like we weren't really talking as much. And it was just this really weird area of like this gray area where nobody really knows what is going on. So cheating, maybe not really, but. It, it was definitely not okay. Could have ended differently. And then we, we we separated, whatever. And she was with the guy for a little bit. And then later on, we found you know we reached. I reached out to her again somehow. And then we got back, and we were together for like a year and a half. And it was good. And then things ended. And and I feel like they ended. They did had to end. But when you're that young, yeah, you make mistakes. You 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 mess up and and you lie. And, and unfortunately, sometimes that happens. But. But uh, ultimately, but overall, it was a, it was a good relationship. Really, and I learned a lot. And she met my my mom like to this day. That's her favorite. You know, like she really? loves her. My mom adores her. So it's hard, especially when I, when I, you know, when my mom has met other, you know, another woman or two other women at this point. And it's my mom is like, it's not like you know, like I, 
I don't really like her as much as I like the other one. So it's hard when you when your parent really loves somebody that you dated, oh, they're always gonna hold on to that that person, especially if it's like the, maybe the first person. And and my ex, she was like a sweetheart, you know, like nice girl, innocent, and you know. But but I learned a lot. No man, my first relationship was extremely toxic, son. It was um it was when I was well, I mean I've had other relationships, but like my first first like main one that I can really like discuss and it's the one that started shaping me was when i was in college um yeah i had met this girl um she it's unfortunate she was so i was in a fraternity and she was dating one of the brothers and she's one of these girls that you look at and you're like holy shit who is that and then um i was always like no dude i would never i would never like you know and i was a new guy like being rushing the fraternity But then apparently something happened there. And then one of her friends became like my little, like my little sister. Mm-hmm. And um, or what, no, she was my big sister. I think now, yeah, I, had, I was going to pick her to be my big sister. And she was awesome. Great. Like we spent a bunch of time together, but she was trying to put me down with her. And I'm like, dude, like there's no way I'm going to do that, whatever. And she's like, oh, but she thinks that you're attractive. And I was like, there's no way that this girl thinks I'm attractive. Yeah. So I put this girl on such a pedestal. That I was willing to, careful. I was willing to like oversee certain things, and so, dude, I just went for it because I thought this girl was like the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. So, um, it was a little bit wrong because then, like, the whole relationship with me and then the older brother was super rocky. It got super toxic there as well. It always felt like the the like it just never felt safe. Like something was always off, or like something like I can I would talk to him, but then he'd look at me like I just felt like there was a you know an ulterior motive with everything that was going on. It just it was really uncomfortable. Eventually, water was under the bridge, but that relationship, it it always felt like like I started hearing rumors about stuff, and then that she did wrong, I did wrong, and then ultimately, you know, we we had we cut ties. It got to the point that she was like so traumatized with all the back and forth that was going on that she couldn't even see me. Like she would, I would walk up somewhere and she would get anxiety. Like she, she would like start panting and stuff. It was, it got to that point. And me, I was like forced, not forcing the relationship, but I was fighting for it. I'm like, no, we can't give up. Like we can't, I was a fighter. Like I would not give up. And it got to the point that it's like, like this is just, it's doing more harm than good. Eventually then that's when we cut ties and we cut all communication and then we had cross paths again once in the, you know, again in the future. And it was okay until then, you know, we'd matured. We kind of grew out of that. And we were able to kind of rekindle again in a sense of, of being neutral with one another, being civil. But man, at first it, it was just like, it really tests you because I was put in situations that I probably would never accept today mm-hmm. yet because I wanted to be with her so bad because I had thought that she was like the epitome of, of, of what I should be with. And I was like taking all of this like toxicity and me to her as well. Of course. And it got yeah. to the point that, you know, we had to cut ties. And and I learned like, dude, you got to pick and choose your battles, but you have to also be secure with yourself. And like, you, like make sure you invest your own energy into yourself. Like don't put yourself in what you know is toxic, trying to force a dead relationship when it's only going to cause more harm to you physically and emotionally, really. Yeah. How long were you guys together? We were together maybe for like a year. So it's really not that long, but a lot happened and it feels like an eternity. Thing is, I, I mean, imagine because when you get into a relationship, you, you, you have your ups, you have your downs, but usually that happens in like cycles over time. When you have like, I guess this cyclical good and bad times of like five years worth of shit mm-hmm. in a year, it's like. Like you feel like you're so connected with this yeah, person, so much especially happened. when at first, like it, it was like this compatibility for us that we saw each other and like, we wanted to be like, we were so, we were like obsessed with each other is what yeah. it was. And so like, there was so much lust. We wanted to be together all the time. We thought that we were both like the hottest things in the world that like, we were like, man, look, look at what I got. And so I guess like we, I mean, I can't speak for her, but for me, it's almost like we were like this like status almost where it's like, well, we were together and like we want to be together and we're happy. Like we're that couple. Like, look at these guys they are like super good looking, whatever. So we would literally force everything after that to, to make the relationship work because it's like if this is how we felt when we first started, it, it's still got to be there. We just yeah. have to find it again and get to the point that it's like, no, dude, we just rushed too quickly in the beginning and we realized that it was just like we just weren't compatible over time jesus and you don't you you do you know do you keep tabs on her like do you know what's going on yeah. in her life or yeah. in a way it's funny um she's uh she's currently dating somebody now 
someone who's also he was also in the fraternity as well. I, I know him, I've known him for years since uh, since middle school is when I met him, and he's a great guy, you know. And 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 he and I were cool. Like he's a you know super chilling, super chilling. And um, but no, yeah, it, it was almost like that's when for me everything started connecting because I remember when I was in in college, people would be like, oh yeah, she's dating this other guy or she's cheating on she's always cheating on you, and I'm like. How is that possible? Like, I'm always with her. Like, I don't see how it's even possible. And then now fast forwarding, because there was a time where we tried to rekindle. Yeah. And um, this was a while back. We had tried to rekindle. And then she was talking to some other guy, but she was saying how they were breaking up. And then she was bringing me into the picture. Ah, no. So then when everybody back then was telling me, like, yeah, she's always cheating on you. I'm like, impossible. Like, yeah, we're going through some hard times, but no. So it's like, maybe there was a thing. Yeah. Maybe I started was something. I'm like, oh, something. like when I was with her. It's this guy who's arguing, always arguing, like, well, why are you being like this? Like, I'm trying to work things out. And she was just like, she would neglect me. And she was neglecting this guy to be with me. So now when I was dating her and she would neglect me, it started to make me think, well, maybe now the whole time it was, she was actually seeing these other people. So then that, and that was a realization that I had, you know, recently from the last time, because I was always blind to it. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to accept it because I was so on this high yeah. with her. But everything for me, it like, felt like all the puzzle pieces started coming together where I'm like, oh, maybe. In fact, I was actually, before she started dating this guy, this was kind of like when we had sort of rekindled to make an attempt to see if maybe after all that time, we realized that we were better off just being friends. But, um, you know, she would tell me like, oh, yeah, like, don't worry about this guy. Like, he wishes he was, he can be with me. And then a couple of months later, he he's with, he's with you. they're together. Jesus. So I'm like. Yon, if you have no, 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 go ahead. So I was like, you know, you're here telling me not to, like, the guy that, that your girl tells you not to worry, not to about. worry about. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I remember I was with her, like, in her bed, in her room, and she got a call from that guy. And she's like, oh, no, yeah, like, she's like, oh, are you drunk? Is that why you're calling me? All this stuff. And I'm like, I remember I was hanging out with him one time, and she's like, oh, are you in this guy's apartment? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, God. I'm like, why? Did you guys have something? She's like, no, he wishes. Jeez. And then you have him calling you at like 3 a.m. because yeah. he's drunk. Doesn't add up. And then the last time was like I was with her and like I don't want to give a timeline, but a little while after we had gone out and they were together. And I, I noticed that he kissed her. And I was like, dude, I was just with you like the other day. Jesus. Paint the picture however you want. Yeah. And that happened. She's like, oh, I told him, like, oh, it was super wrong, whatever. And I was like, okay. Because she's like, oh, be with me. Like, I want you to be with me, whatever. But I saw that. And then a couple of months later, they're together. I was like, oh, who's, who's, who is this guy dating? She's like, oh, me. I'm like, oh, so the guy you told me not to worry about, the guy you were telling me that was nothing, the guy that he wishes could be with you is now your boyfriend? So after all of that happened, I'm like, maybe when I was dating her in college, they were right the whole time. Yeah, dude. It, I'm a man, fool. Adds up, dude. I think so. Kind of it kind of reminds me of kind of situation that kind of happened with me as well and um i guess like my second my, this is the most serious relationship i've ever been in the the second the second one and it was the most profound one i was the most mature i was to that point obviously and so i think you know we were together for like two years but in that two years so much happened we traveled we you know, like she met my family in, in Germany and then I met her family in Cuba. Like we, I f we flew, you know, we went to Cuba to meet her family. Like, like it was like that staying with you know, her family. Stuff. So it was like a very profound relationship where so much has happened. And she, you know, for the first time in my life, I thought about marriage and saving money for a ring where I'm like, you know, I've never thought about that before having kids and stuff like that. So that's the type of relationship it was. And so it's almost like she was, Kind of challenging your maturity and development. She was two years older. So she was two years older than me. And if we want to think stereotypically or maybe even like biologically, I don't, sure. I'm not sure. But if men take a little bit longer to mature at the same age, maybe, you know, for her, she needed someone who was at that level. Exactly. So not only is she older than you, but maybe also emotionally more mature. She was more mature. Like yeah, she was more mature. She was in a career field. She just she was about to finish her, her master's. You know, she was in her career field. So she was already... A, get established about to be um and i remember when i met her she still had pictures of her ex on social media so not, i was like okay like what's going on like this was like pictures of christmas and new year's eve and whatever and then it's january or late january early fe february 
and you're like sliding my DMs. Like, what's going on? She like, slid in your DMs. She messaged me on uh, Twitter. Mm. So she's like, "Oh, I have a question." I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "Oh, is this you?" And she was talking about back then. I was blogging a lot on, on, on oh. catalog. She's like, "Oh, did you write this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's me." And, you know, I write. You know, like recreational, or whatever. And she's like, "Oh my god, this is so good." I read all this stuff. Da da da. And while she's while she still had pictures of her ex, so like, what was going on? So I'm thinking maybe she was still talking to him, but kind of same situation. Like things were already ending, and she was kind of like. Looking for the next thing, you know, speculating here. But if you have pictures of your ex talking to other guys or girls, whatever, kind of messed up. So you think that if if you move on, the pictures need to come down? Yes. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Especially if you. Well, sometimes especially, people keep it up. But if a picture is three, uh, two months old or less than that, and then you're already talking to somebody else, I'm like, it's kind of disrespectful, man. Still fresh. Yeah. Super fresh. It was like a picture of uh, Christmas Eve or something. And then. In January, you're talking to another, you're like texting Christmas Eve. That's not even a, it's like yeah. a week. Christmas, it was December. Like the picture was from December, and she like messaged me like in January. Oh, so that's a couple of weeks only. That's what not I'm saying. Even, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was oh. kind of messed up. It was messed up. So I was like, and then red flag now in hindsight, I'm like, well, mm. note to self, don't talk to anybody who has pictures of their ex on social media. Um, and it wasn't like it was family pictures or whatever, it was like solo actual pictures. Whatever. Um, so you know, we 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 things moved quickly, and we you know like it, it was a very it was a roller coaster. It was one of those relationships where it's like like a roller coaster, ups and downs, and and it's really really good when we're on vacation, and then you come back, and it's like that high, like you crash, and it's like it's so unstable. Like you never know how the day would start and yeah. then how it would end. That's how the kind of relationship it was. But when you're that young, it's like you almost it's like addicting you know in a way almost like where you're like now i crave stability over anything and peace and solace back then i that's not really what i was looking for and it's hard to put into words how much this person meant to me like she's such, such a tremendous woman and no matter what happened like i i i don't know man it's hard like she really impacted my life into a profound way it's hard to capitalize that in, in words um but it was a very unhealthy relationship. And, you know, I did my wrongdoings and, and, and I did cheat. You know, we've talked about this in the past. Um, and I messed up, man. And it wasn't because of anything she was lacking or she did. It was it was me, who who I was at the time. And, again, we've talked about this in the, in the past. And, you know, she gave me another chance and, and we worked through it. And it took a while. And, you know, unfortunately, after two years, it, the relationship kind of ran its course. And... um. I remember, you know, things ended and, you know, I fucked up. It was, it was on me. Um, and we, we broke up and, um, you know, like was, at that point I was, you know what, like, I, I, I can't be this person anymore. I don't want to be this person anymore. Mm -hmm. So this was like 2017, like January, 2017. I remember vividly. And I was like, you know what, this, it's time for me to better myself and be, I, I'm just not happy with who I am. Keep doing the same thing, living the same lifestyle I was living, going out, partying, getting with girls, and all that stuff, lying, you know, being deceptive. That's not who I want to be anymore. So it pushed me out of my out of that comfort zone, out of that unhealthy lifestyle, and I just try to become better and better. Not for not to get back with her, but just for myself. And that was a, that was a big difference, you know. And I accepted that this may be the last time I see this person, you know. But I had to take responsibility, and that's what I was doing. So I worked on, worked on myself and started writing more and uh, started going to therapy and stuff like that and really, really try to become the best person. I went to start going to church and, and you know, try to you know, let God into my life and really, like, pivot who I am and who I was at the time. And brought this person, like, she would see the improvements and stuff like that. It wasn't like she would say, hey, and we're done and that's it. I would never hear from you. Every week it was like clockwork. And that's when our friendship, our relationship kind of, uh, strengthened and I, you know, I came to you for advice and we would always talk and stuff yeah. like that. And bro, I remember like every week she would reach out and message and this and this, what are you doing? You know, like you're doing this, you're doing that. And you're I'm just keeping tabs, keeping tabs, but it's like keeping me at a close enough to, to give me false sense of hope. Like, okay, we can work through this maybe down the line. Yeah, she's still leading me on, on, hitting me up every week. So she must be caring and stuff like that, but not enough to actually give me a chance. And so at that point, I think she was just winding herself. It's like, you know, like a drug, like a drug addict thing. And I was a fix. She just needed to come every week and, and you know, whatever, get that fixed. But she was winding herself off of me until the point where. And she found somebody else. Exactly. To, finally. To, exactly. To get that fixed from, 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 from that person. 
and I remember I, I got baptized um, in late summer, like at that year, like in July, I think. And, and at the time we were talking and we, we you know, I went to, you know, went to her place and we're you know like we we try to work through it and i remember she she came to my uh, uh the day when i got baptized and whatever that was the last time i saw her and we we're talking about getting back together and she i remember she said very clearly she was like you know i, I, I still need a little bit of time and this and this that was the last time i heard from her and a week later and i told you the story like she posted another guy like a week later, a week later, like cooking in her apartment. And then one of my friends, our friends, he's like, Hey, are you still trying to get back with her? And I'm like, no, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. Like I haven't heard from her, whatever. She's like, Oh, he's like, Oh, you know, like, you know, maybe don't because there's, you know, she's, she's with somebody else. And then he sent me the screenshot of like the, the guy in, in her kitchen, like cooking. And that was really hurtful. And, and, and not because she didn't deserve to move on, she didn't deserve to find happiness, but, but not at the expense of, of your my my sanity and your six emotions, months, emotions, and and holding me fuck you know hostage because six months she was leading me on, leading me on, and didn't let me move on. That's why I feel so strong strongly about the situation because it was like, if you don't want to be with me, great, but like let me move on in peace rather than holding me on and leading me on and giving me that false sense of of okay, like maybe there's something you know that, that was the worst six months of my life without a doubt it was it was hard and disclaimer you did address that you did do you were you did su do some wrongdoings in that relationship a hundred percent however at the same time because sometimes people may look at see this or listen to you say it and be like well you deserved it then but it's like once it all came to light and you discussed it and she made the decision to give you another chance or at least to try to work on things with you Instead of like, she gave you that open door to say, Hey, you know what? I want to work things out with you. I want to try to put in some effort. You were literally putting in that effort that she requested to, for her to not reciprocate or to like, you had said it in the other time we recorded, like it's, it's also hard for them, but they have to put in the work as well. If they say that they want to move on right? And with you. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like, she was like, no, like, I don't want to get back with you. And I was like trying and chasing and this and this and showing up at her house. Never, I, I, I would never do that. It was the other way around. She would always reach out to me. She would always message me. She would always call me. So it was just very, very frustrating for me at the time. And we were talking almost weekly at the time we were speaking. And it was just very hard for me. And, and you know, I started writing and this and this. And when I found out that she was with another guy, it was it was very hard. I, you know, and like people say, oh, like you deserved it or it was your fault. It was my fault that the relationship ended, but it wasn't my fault that for the past, that fo those following six months, you know, she was in and out of my life uh, as she uh, saw fit. You know, that's that's not right. If you're not going to be with somebody, that's 100% okay. But don't lead them on. Yeah. Because it's not right what you're doing to that person. You know, holding them, you know, right there. It's not right. And then, bro, like, uh, whatever. She was in another relationship or she started another relationship. I don't know who the guy is. I don't know who anything about him. But I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. And that's kind of like really... Because that those six months, I wasn't able to move on, you know, because I thought, you know, like this is the person that maybe yeah, we gotta get back together. So that really, my heart, like getting over that heartbreak, didn't start until, you know, July, August of after we broke up. And then, bro, like what a month later, two months later, I found out she was pregnant and she was married and this and this, and I was like, wow, dude, shocker, but not much, like all things considered. That I knew she wanted to have kids, I knew she wanted to get married. That's like her. Almost like her uh, main objective, main objective in life is to be mother, to be a wife, and so. But even then, bro, like, it was hard. I was going to therapy like every week, and it was frustrating. You know, I remember you called me and you're like, "Hey, listen to this," and oh, other yeah. people called me. Remember, like uh, people were like, "Yo, like this is is this really like is this real?" <laughs> and I'm, my mom was like, "Yo, like I heard this. You know, your sister told me this. Is this true?" So it, oh my it really God. went all the way down in every aspect of my life. So. Man, that was hard for me, bro. Like, it's crazy when you're with somebody for so many years or or for such a long time and you go through so much and then it's like, you talk about having kids and getting married and this and this. And even when we were working through things, she was telling me like, oh, you know, like I want to start having kids and stuff like that. Like, I want to start trying soon. And, and you start like picturing it maybe. And you where picture you're like, it, maybe, envision yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get there. I can love this idea. Exactly. And then now it's like, well, that, and I, that's all I wanted. Like, yeah, but, right, right. But like, it's almost like, it's, she never really wanted to do it with you. She, she just, just wanted, wanted it, it done. She wanted it. And at that point, 
just didn't matter if it was her ex or if it was me or if it was the guy now like and that's kind of where i have the what i felt like the most frustrating about like the reason why she didn't why she thinks that her past relationship was because he didn't want to get a house he didn't want to get married he didn't want to you know, do all these things so she's like okay like let me do it with this guy okay you know like let me do it with the next guy and then that's it and so it's kind of unfortunate how it all un un unfolded um now looking back you know i can see that i'm, I'm grateful like it's it's hard. back then i didn't know it but i wouldn't be who i am i probably wouldn't be on we wouldn't be here at least certainly certainly not me if it wasn't for that experience so i believe everything happens for a reason and bro i was going through hell like i was crying i was this i was that i was tormenting myself and you know once you come out of it so much greatness came out of that that experience that looking back it's like you know what maybe was supposed to happen you know yeah. and it's like like i, I don't want to justify my my cheating or my me fucking up like oh it was god's plan i don't want to say that either but you know things kind of happen how they maybe were supposed to happen you know this is uh one of your exes right this one, is this is one, one of, of your exes. This is one of my exes. Um, is it one of your exes that may have also sent us a cease and desist letter to put down? Possibly, there's a there. There might be a correlation. Between there might be a correlation. Yeah, I'm not saying there is, but there's there might there could be. There could be. That was All a that was a fun time. Remember, like think about it. When was the last time that you actually spoke to her? Um, or to, her? to, uh, to spoke to what is the the yeah? When was the last time you spoke to your to your most recent ex? Bro, I was because <laughs> it can be this one or it could, it could one of them. Yeah. But at least we will know a timeline. What was it the most recent? Well, from her in particular, your, your most recent ex. Bro, there was a time I was in in Bali and I got a text message, and this was after I was I, I published an article, and on on Thought Catalog, and obviously no names or anything was mentioned. But obviously at, at the time she thought it was about her, and so she oh she's. She sent me a text message. I never read it. I was actually at, I was on a dinner with, with with Patrick. I don't know if I, can, I guess I could say it. He was in Bali at the time, and so we met. And oh, yeah. I remember this. Time. Yeah, yeah. But now I was in Bali, and I got a text message from this number, and I, I just said, I just saw something, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna deal with it. I'm gonna leave it. But that was the last time. You didn't even read it. I didn't even read it. I don't know what it said, but it didn't matter. Did it start off a certain? Did do you know the theme? Of the of the yeah, she was like, oh, because on on the article I mentioned, um, maybe I'll put like a replay like a screenshot of the article. Um, she's like, oh, because in the article I said that, um, what was it like you like you you know that she she tormented my life and she and she you know the way she, those six months were were you know unacceptable and she's like, oh, you're really gonna call, say this about me this and this, and I just I saw that I'm like, you know. I'm not going to deal with that. It's just so crazy how, like, even after, like, it's like there were still tabs being kept on you of what you were doing. And, like, for you creating, knowing that you're a writer or that, you know, you're you're a creative person, to anything that you that you do create, it's almost like there's always someone keeping tabs on you to see what you're doing to make sure it's not about them. And, and, and people have to understand, when I write, it's not like, oh, I want to make an example out of you. I want to put you down. It's to share. That's how I cope with things. Right. right? so and, and it's to help other people and so and i and i have helped other people and those those are my experiences and if i'm sh deciding to share that with the people the, and it's not like i'm lying or admitting the fact that it was a piece of shit i would always be transparent yes i messed up yes that was the reason the relationship ended but there's more to it it's not just black and white and so some people they don't like the idea of them being pictured in a light that they don't want to be portrayed in even though there's no guarantee that or i'm not even saying that this is that this is about you but now if the shoe fits, well, then that's on you. But um, I didn't know this. Yeah. Because now, cause now what, with what happened with the cease and desist, where we had with one of your exes, maybe the same, maybe another, maybe someone we haven't even mentioned. Yeah. But you, even then, you were sent that because we were talking about something that may have involved her. But the fact that it, it was so important to her to still keep tabs. Yeah. Have an attorney. Have her either hire an attorney or her man hire an attorney to send us a letter to for us to take down a post. A post or, or not publish something that may or may not have something to do with her. Yeah, it's fact that she was never even mentioned, she, which no. is why to this day we still want to, we love talking about it. The Streisand effect, where you tried so hard 
to not have something come to light. And to this day, we're now putting even more attention onto it. You got an attorney to literally send us something to take something down. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, like nothing to hold you. Yeah, we 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 when we eventually obviously we we called you the bluff because we were like, you know what, this is we stand by this. We didn't offend anybody. We didn't say anything. Where are they now? Like, think about it. Like, imagine they hired an attorney for us to take it down. We were fortunate enough to get an attorney to to respond. Shout out Ricky Corona, Corona Law Firm. You're the man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like we got we responded to them, and instead of them pretty much addressing what his response was, it was like, hey, by the way, we noticed that the the post is still up. And then from the last time I spoke to him, he was about that. He's like. Yeah, yeah, I know that. We're not taking anything down. If, if you, <laughs> like, stop wasting my time. If you want to send me, like, if you want to serve me, then just email me the, the 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 letter. Yeah. Like, don't, you know, BS me back and forth. And look, we haven't gotten any other future, we haven't gotten any notifications. Have you received any emails? Did, no. Have you checked your email? I've checked my, I've checked my email. Did you check your other email? I checked both emails. Okay, do you have any text messages as well? No. Any direct messages that we should worry about? No. Because it got to that extent where yeah. well, I got multiple text messages on, on multiple internet. text messages, multiple DMs, emails, um, DMs on multiple platforms, and um, it was like, bro, like this, these these certain individuals really tried hard to for us to like not talk about something that doesn't only pertain to them. It, experiences that we share in this episode or on this show are supposed to teach other people, and so there's people all over the world who have those experiences. And so for them to kind of like tell us what to post and what not to post, I thought that was unacceptable, you know, and I think we handled it very well. No, I'm glad that you're still relevant enough to them to have to do that, which is why we want to make them as relevant as possible still Sure. with this shirt. I mean, the fact that we made this shirt, I thought it was pretty cool. Maybe one day we sell this shit for like 10 grand or something. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> frame, frame it on the wall, though, like a jersey. Yeah, like a jersey. Man, and, and, you know, Obviously, we've and I've we've spoken to mul- I've spoken to multiple lawyers at the beginning when this happened, uh, friends of friends and stuff like that, and they were like, "Yo, this is absurd!" Like, and they watched the episode or they watched that part, and they're like, "Um, what the heck is this?" Yeah, they're just they're just trying to scare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and no reputable lawyer would even de- take a time to deal with this, but it yeah. wasn't reputable. It wasn't. I mean, it was a legit letter. It had to have been like a homeboy, yeah, or like, like yeah, you. you know, you really don't have much, but I can probably spook them with this. Yeah, that they'll take them down. like they're they're small enough where they probably can't afford a lawyer. Or and which we wouldn't have been able to if it wasn't for uh, Ricky, so sh- you know, shout out to him again. You're the man. But uh, yeah, and and you know we we, we kind of delayed things. We had to like postpone it by a week and kind of well, and kind of be tiptoe a little bit. But ultimately, we put our foot down, and I like that we did. And it was never meant to like, you know, like I I feel bad about the situation in a way. And when I say bad, I don't mean I don't regret what we did because I'm proud of the work that we do. But this person at some point meant very, very much to me, more than I could express on the show. To go to that extent. To go to that extreme where this, she was, you know, that person was like, oh, like, what a piece of da-da-da, and he's just doing this, and being subtweeted and talking down on me, and the fact that I give advice to people about relationships who might be in similar situations, and that maybe I, I wouldn't be the person to be qualified to be talking about it, when I guess I should be the most person to talk, like, to talk about this. Now, it's not right, man. Like, I... I don't think it's okay. Um, I never meant this person any harm. I did inadvertently do harm, and I tried to do everything I could to correct this. And even doing this, I'm trying to correct what I couldn't correct. You know, I can't go back in a time and change it, but yeah. I can alter hopefully other people's lives and change them and prevent them from doing things that maybe they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, you know. Well, I want to kind of speed through because I don't want this episode to be too long. But um, mm-hmm. my my most recent you please know, you did yeah, too. yeah. I want to do yeah mine. forgive me um, no no not at all um, so it, it there was some things that you had shared that i kind of felt like it you know resonated with me okay um this one my most recent one and i my, my most recent actual relationship was um it, it was kind of brought to us together by trauma and through a really you know hard time you know we did have a, a losing of you know jose he was very important to me rest peace love you forever Your man but, um, you know, it was so impactful for both of us that um, it kind of drew us together almost. Mm. And then it kind of allowed us to really start hanging out and talking without having to really think like, oh, he's like, you know, I would never do that because whatever. But he was, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. She, you know, we started getting together, started hanging out. And then we noticed that we had a lot in common. So we started you know, doing whatever and, and we started going out. Um, 
it's it sucks because prior to that there was like this girl that i was kind of talking to i had just started talking to her and start trying to feel her out and things were kind of going pretty pretty quickly but then and then this happened and then i had gotten close to this to my ex at that time like like my then future girlfriend at that time i had gotten closer to her and then i i let go of the person that i was talking to but it was so abrupt that i felt like almost and Guilty? i feel not so much guilty. I kind of feel a little bit bad about it because what I did to that girl was kind of messed up because I was trying to talk to her and I think we were going into a decent direction and then it happened that Jose had passed and I got closer to someone that I didn't expect to be so close to. I kind of cut that and then that just started breeding like almost insanity and like, like toxic on that side where it kept, that would then affect my relationship that I had with this person, the other person yeah. now try to cut her off and like and i felt bad because like since i have this like um personality of wanting to help people and which is the whole reason why this podcast is here like this was all to to create content to help and share experiences i felt like i wanted to help her all the time like oh it's i know that she still cares about me but she just has her own traumas and maybe i can still help her while keeping a line divided and still take care of my relationship that line started to cross where then it really started affecting because you know she was still she still had feelings for me and again, I, I, I didn't know how to cut that because I just felt like, oh, she's just broken. Like she has problems. Like she just she needed therapy, not me. She needed therapy. And I learned that a little bit later. But that definitely did not help the relationship. And um, and but regardless, the relationship was amazing. You know, she's an amazing girl to this day. You know, we're cool now. Um, this was a time that it was very, very it turned toxic. But, you know, we did have a lot of experiences. She was a high energy girl. Great to, to hang around um and but you know eventually things started to get a little bit sketchy especially with me because this girl would always hit me up and then it's like well that looks sketchy why is she still hitting you up and then there was a, an instance where she then had to leave to another city and she was working almost like as an intern but it turns out that the boss of that internship was just trying to get with her the whole time so it's not like you really wanted to give her an opportunity because she was qualified it's because he just wanted a banger <laughs> and I kind of realized this. And then I feel like she also knew what was happening, but she would omit a lot of it. And since we weren't really together at the time, because we had kind of split up already, it started t turning into, well, we're not together, so you can't tell me what to do. But every weekend she'd hit me up or she'd come down to Miami and she'd want to hang out. And then the weekend, everything was fine. And then Monday or Tuesday would roll around. She's back up in, in where she was working. And she's like, oh, no, yeah, like, we're not on the same page. Like, nothing is going to happen here. And I'm like, what do you mean? Over the weekend, we were holding hands. You were telling me how how we had gone to the gym together. Mm -hmm. And she's like, look at us holding hands in the gym. We were on the treadmill. Like, she was messing around, but it was, like, kind of cute. And she's like, oh, look, like, look at us. Like, we're at the gym together. And I'm like, oh, maybe we can work through this. Maybe we can give it another right, shot. Right, right, right. Yet that Monday or Tuesday would roll around. Like, no, 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 like, we're not going to be together. But then that weekend would roll around. Hey, I'm coming down to Miami. and want to spend time with you. And that happened so long, so long until I found out from her boss's cousin i believe that she was like traveling with this guy and all this stuff and a part of me and, and mind you this guy's gross like ugly as hell in fact i actually think he passed away rest in peace but, jesus you know, karma's a bitch but at the end of the day dude like he was just it felt like he was manipulating her because she was new she was like night super naive and I, I think a part of her knew that she what she was doing was wrong but not to the extent of having to, ha to have to share it with me since we weren't together but it was still guilt because she's like, I know I shouldn't be doing this and I'm not sharing this with him all every weekend. I'm hitting him up. So I think that she was kind of playing this game where eventually the guy's cousin wrote to me, called me because he got screwed over by him. So he's like, man, this whole time you've been playing this fool down there yeah, just like to be a dick and screw all you guys over. I'm going to involve somebody else, which is wrong on his part, but I'm super grateful for of it. Because when he called me, dude, he started telling me everything. I'm like, dude, this whole time she's there telling me nothing is going on. Or she'll tell me some things. I'm like, this guy's mad sketch. She's like, oh, you know, he's just like that, whatever. And I find out all these things that you guys are traveling or he's taking you here, paying for this. And, you know, he, he had bread. You know, he was the boss of the company. And but you wouldn't tell me these things. You were just kind of blowing it aside, like brushing it off, like if nothing. Yeah, you're going to say something? Well, for how did he even get your number? How did he even reach out to you? Oh, I knew him. Okay. So because okay, remember, okay. like they would live down here. Yeah. And then so the cousin... Her, her boss, the one who hired her, lives up north. The, his cousin moved up north to start a business. Then his girlfriend was best friends with my, with my ex, my girlfriend at the time. So they both moved up because she got the opportunity to work at his job. And she's like, well, I'm going to go up too. And I'm going to work, I guess, up there as well. While the, like the whole family's up there, essentially. It's the boss, the cousin. 
uh, my ex got hired by the boss and then this girl's dating the cousin, her best friend. Mm -hmm. So they were all up there. So I guess he got screwed over and he called me and I was about to go on a trip. I had finally like accepted that her and I were just not going to get back together anymore. And I get a call as I'm, this, this is when I was with, uh, with Patrick also. I'm, I'm, I, I was going on a cruise with him. I'm like, yeah, I just need to disconnect, like whatever. So we went on like a, on a weekend cruise and he called me and right before I was about to board, he was like, oh yeah, she's doing this. She went here and this and that. Dude, I got in the, in the Uber with Patrick. I pulled out my phone and I'm like, Hey, what's up? He's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, um, you got a minute? Yeah, 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 all right. What's up with your boss? I would say his name. What's up with your boss? What do you mean? What's up with your boss? What do you mean? You know what I mean. What's up with your boss? I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, what do you mean? All right, who did you go here with? She's like, oh, fuck. She said it like that? Like that. Damn. I'll never forget it. She's like, oh, fuck. I'm like, well, fuck, where'd you go here with? Who'd you, who did you go here with? It's not even like that. Where'd you go here with? Can I explain? Now you want to explain? Now you want to explain. For months, I had this weird feeling in my gut. And you were always trying to hide it. You didn't want to address anything. I would tell you my concerns. You would blow it off. But now you want to explain that you're caught? Go fuck yourself. Oh, but that's not fair. Let me at least say my piece. Whatever, bro. I don't know. I, I said a million things. I was so pissed. That poor Uber driver, whoever you were that took me to that cruise ship, I apologize. You had to deal with that. But, bro, by the time I got to the airport, to the airport, to the, to the, the terminal, the port, whatever, I was furious. And, um, dude, I was just so pissed because I'm like, this whole time she was like, she would doubt me or she would like always put things on me when it's like, dude, the whole time you were kind of being a sketch yourself. Fast forward, I think like the day after, dude, she quit. She moved down to Miami. Um, and then I think that's when we went to Ireland a couple weeks later. Mm -hmm. It was all during that time. I came back to, to from Ireland, bro, and I had a text message so long that when I clicked and I opened the message to hers, I had to click on her message to open like a notes thing. It was the longest thing I've ever wrote in my life. And bro, um, after that... Uh, we had talked to squish the beef. Like we squashed everything. Like everything was fine. Like time had already passed by then. But it was like, dude, like it was just like this whole time. I just felt like a fool. Like thinking that this whole long distance thing, like. Almost living like, it, not almost, but living a different life. Essentially, yeah, a double life. Double life. Was, that's what it is. And do you think maybe that's why she kept you like too, like far enough to, we're not exclusive. So maybe tell herself like I could go around traveling with this guy because me and Chris, we're not official. So maybe there was that she was aware. She's not an, she doesn't strike me as an idiot. So she's like, well, if we're not, a I'll tell him we're not serious. So I have plausible, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, she just denied the fact that, well, we you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Me and Chris, we aren't together. Yeah. Um, but if, then, if, it, you know? if it, if there was something wrong with it, then you wouldn't have acted the way that you did, sure, responded she, the way you did. And you wouldn't have quit your job if you didn't think it was a, it was a big deal. You would have still, every, nothing would have changed. Mm. Um, and to her defense, and I know I'm going to sound really stupid, but from her character, even though I know that she was doing what something was wrong, I can understand being so naive. Because she was, she was, I forgot how, this was four years ago. She's younger than me. She was maybe like 21, 22. And she was very naive in the sense that she allowed, it was like a power move where he was the boss. Sure. He had money. He would blow it. On, on her and would show it off and like would go to nice stuff as a group like even for like client meetings or whatever so she would see this and i feel like that power trip got to his head where he thought that he could take advantage and she almost felt like man i'm getting this opportunity like i have no experience and he's here taking a gamble on me i have no nothing and he's giving me this opportunity i should be grateful but i think for being that's here. what i'm saying like I, but i feel like she she was aware. Maybe she didn't want to see it. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, this is how it's supposed to be. I have to do this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. That's why I don't want to put so much blame on her. Although it was wrong what she did and also for not telling me. At the end of the day, I, I, you know, I respect her and, and, I, and I do care for her because from everything, you know, she's a great girl. But I just think in that time, she was almost like so naive that she allowed all these things because she doesn't know like, oh, this guy's doing this. I guess I, like, I feel bad. I'm ungrateful if I don't do it or if I don't do this favor, if I go with him. Um, he needed this. Oh, we can all go to here. It's a group thing. Like, it's not that bad, whatever. Like, she was kind of just dancing around the truth without crossing the line. Yeah, yeah. She was tiptoeing. That's why. But omitting the truth. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, she was it was she was using it to her advantage. Like, oh, you know, I come to Miami to hang out with Chris, but then I say, oh, well, we're not together, so I can go back home if you're right. too bad about living in. Double I think life. that's what she felt bad about because if not, she would have just stayed up there. Like, if it's like, well, we're not together, whatever, they can be pissed. Yeah, you found out, whatever. I think it was still like you know, like the sh the charade is over. Like, I can't believe like. You know, I allowed my this to consume my life for my life to be consumed by this whole like lifestyle thinking that I had to when this is completely toxic. I shouldn't even be up here in the first place because he just wants to bang me. I know he just wants to bang me and I'm here trying to get experience in work when like what am I sacrificing just to say I work at this place? And I think that's where like a wake up call happened. And I think she learned from it, I want to say. Um but yeah, dude, it was one of those environments that I went crazy, like always thinking something was going on or whatever and turned out to be right. And uh, I mean, eventually, you know, that was the we, that was the demise of the relationship. And and that was that's it. But like, did you guys ever rekindle or was there uh, hopes for another outcome? Um, or no? Not so much. I mean, I know that we hung out a little while after, but it was more so she had called me randomly one day just thinking about me. And, um, and nothing, you know, again, because when you're with someone for so long and, and sometimes it's unfortunate that the relationship does end, especially if there's animosity, like for example, you and your ex that you just shared, like it sucks that that's it how it was ended. Yeah. Fortunately for me, I think the people that I have dated, um, and, and sometimes I know that I could be a, a tough ass and I'm the problem. Excuse me. But in that, in that situation, like, you know, she reached out to me, not that I had any bad blood, like I was cool. But she reached out like, hey, all this stuff, like, I just don't want it to be bad blood. I'm like, dude, it was such a long time ago. Like, who cares? And, like, we hung out once, and it was refreshing, you know, seeing how from that point to where who we are, like, more so mm. today. And that maturity and that, like, the learning from that, I think that was that was what was beautiful about, you know, that growth and re seeing her and so much rekindling, but so much being civil. It is, it is unfortunate when you give you so much time and energy and love and devotion to somebody for years and whatnot. And then things don't work out and you, you end things in a way where you wish it didn't end. Where like, bro, you go from seeing each other, talking every day to never speaking again. It's hard. And it's yeah. unfortunate that we sometimes have to hurt or not have to, but we hurt people um, and and change them, you know. And, and now it's all of a sudden it's like we used to sleep together, be intimate, love each other, whatever. And now we don't even see each other again, ever again. And it's unfortunate, you know, like if, if I wish I could change that. I wish I could be in a different, um, like to have a different, you know, you don't have to have be friends with that person, obviously, but I think there's a different outcome than kind of what happened in my situation, for example. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are at least somewhere things are amicable, you know, so that's good. So what about your relationship now? My relationship now, 